faster, healthier, better. Hey, Taylor, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Thank you for being on. I know we've uh, texted back and forth and scheduling a date, so I appreciate you making time to come out here. No, of course. I'm super excited. Um, well, I promised you the best tequila you will ever taste. I'm, that's what I'm really excited so about. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to pour us a glass. But if you could just tell the viewers your background, how'd you get into personal training? And we'll start from there. Sure. So I got into personal training back in university because that's where I started my fitness journey. I was a strength conditioning like intern for the sports teams. And that's kind of where I found my passion for just learning about different techniques and just working with other people. So I started my journey there. And then when I graduated, I also worked at a commercial gym for about a year and a half. And then I ventured off into my own business. And ever since then, I've had Little T Fitness as my business. And then slowly, I've graduated into more social media as well, in addition to the training. That's interesting. Um, uh, so what, uh, if you don't mind me saying, uh, what uh, corporate gym did you work at? LA Fitness. Did you enjoy it there? Did they teach you some good? Uh, you look like you didn't enjoy it there. That's okay, bro. <laughs> my, my face is like during okay. the headlights. I didn't, I didn't like good life, so don't worry. Okay, yeah. It was like during the headlights. I was like, I don't know what to do right now. Um, so LA Fitness was definitely, I would say, a good stepping stone and something that I would recommend if you're someone who's new to the industry and just wants to gain a little bit more confidence with your training. It's a great place to start, but I definitely don't consider it somewhere where you'd want to be long term as a trainer. Oh, okay. Uh, and sorry, uh, you may have said this, but how long were you there for? About a year and a half. And was it, uh, how did it feel to like go on your own? Was it pretty scary or you were pretty confident? You're like, I know what I got to do. So I was terrified. I was absolutely terrified to go to my, on my own. Um, for me, I was very confident because I did have a good clientele base there. And I just felt like I had gained a lot of experience and I was just confident in my own abilities. And a lot of the people were just like referrals from other friends and stuff like that. So it wasn't even necessarily that I was getting fed clients from the gym anymore I was like okay so I'm able to sustain myself now um, and that's it was like you know those things where it's like the scariest moments that's when you have to like push yourself to like do them 100%. it was one of those things and you have to like take into consideration the risk factor for me I did it when I was relatively young so mm -hmm. if things had for some reason failed I still had somewhere to like fall back on like I still was living with my parents and stuff like that so it wasn't like I was gonna go into like dark times you know yeah. well I'm glad you didn't go into dark <laughs> times uh so this is Addictivo uh, uh, Extra Nejo, so which means it's been aged uh, in a barrel for about three years before distribution. Oh, uh, is that it, average for tequila? So Extra Nejo, yes. Okay. Um, it's hard. So you can't find this here. Oh. Um, you smuggled it. I smuggled <laughs> it. So this is very rare. Uh, cheers. Are you going to just drink the entire thing or sip on it? No, sip on girl, it, right? we're classy. <laughs> we're not going to just drink I don't know. Out. I was like, Holy. I don't know. I was like, I don't know what kind of... You no, know, no, no, no. Like so, a little, little sippy? Cheers. cheers. little sippy. I don't think I'll say little sippy, little but. Sippy. Ooh, that's good. That's really good. It is really good. Um, so how does mm. it feel to have your whole life on social media? It's definitely weird. <laughs> it's weird because sometimes when you run into people or people just on Instagram DMs, they'll say things where you're like, oh. I didn't realize you knew that about me, but it's just because I'm so like transparent on my stories. I post every single day. I'm on my stories. Like sometimes my stories are like this big, like they're so tiny. because I've just posted so much. Yeah. Um, so it is interesting to feel that like people know me as a person without actually having to like meet them yet. So it's kind of cool. Well, it's funny because uh, a mutual friend that we have, they always like say like, Oh, you know, little T and I'm like, Taylor, yeah, I don't know. how is she? I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> and like, like what's she like in real life? I'm like, exactly like she is on that's what one of the things i, I like uh, especially about your social media is like that like that's you like yeah. you're very fun you like to work hard you know you're very dedicated to your craft um you like to joke around like that's all you so it's not i, I don't there's nothing fake 
There's nothing fake about Taylor on social media. Let's just put that right here right now. <laughs> um, but uh, you are probably the most famous friend I have. Oh, thank you. So, it like, was people, so funny. <laughs> people, are, people are like, oh, they're like, so what does she like to do? Like pizza, yeah, sushi. sushi. Loves sushi. She loves movies. Loves like, you know, normal people shit. And yeah. people are like, that's crazy. I'm like, yeah, she doesn't just do flips and all these things. Like, yeah. she enjoys the life. Like, I'm a person. Life. Exactly. It's so true. So, that being said, what what are misconceptions uh, that people don't understand for people? Do you consider yourself an influencer? Is that a name that you would call yourself? So, I call myself a content creator. Hey! It's so different. Classy. You know what I mean? Like, it's so different. <laughs> I feel like influencer comes with such a, like, a negative feel to it like a negative vibe like a stereotype it didn't back when everything started with instagram but now it's literally like a like a costume you buy at like stores yeah it's influencer. like influencer influencer is almost like people i consider them content creators are people who actually take time to think about their content before they post it it's not just the typical like peace sign here i am in like a bathing suit or just like here's my face and my butt stuff yeah, like yeah. that i consider those there's still a lot of that there is still a lot of that <laughs> but sometimes i consider those people who don't put as much like effort into their content Mm -hmm. more like influencer types who are just like bye 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 and like that's what i consider an influencer versus a content creator someone who takes the time to like really give you insight on their life and like exactly what you said like it's very transparent it's like i use these products and it's like yes it's like part of the sponsorships but it's also you genuinely like to use them it's not just like two piece signs and like buy this and then no information about it Mm -hmm. um content creators also too i think out of everyone i spoke to all of us spend so much time literally just racking our brains for like new concepts, new ideas. Like we search the internet for like sometimes hours, just thinking of like, that's a cool idea. How can I make it my own? Something that's actually like creative rather than just like copy paste. So when you started kind of diving more into the social media world, did you know exactly what your niche would be, exactly what you wanted to do? Or did you, did you try something and then bear off from it? Or you knew exactly like this skill, skill drill Saturday, Saturday, mobility Mobility Monday. Monday. (laughs) And then you have obviously all the little, uh, like, um, challenges that you do also yeah you knew you wanted to do that right away or it was kind of a learning progress for you i would say it's definitely a learning curve i think when it comes to content finding stuff that you like and like creating and learning it changes all over the like span of your entire social media career Mm -hmm. um for me when i first started i was like i just want to have it for fun and just like flip around and see what i can kind of do and that's kind of how i've always kept my page i've always done that and then in terms of the specific day skill drill saturday that's when i was like okay people actually want to learn how i'm doing all these things so i'm going to give one day of dedicated like educational content where the rest of my page is more entertainment based mm-hmm. um and then the challenges too i think i always wanted to do challenges but when i first started i would do other people's challenges and tag them and stuff like that and that's kind of how i helped grow my account is just the interaction building relationships getting to know other people in the content creation world mm-hmm. and then now as i'm more experienced i'm able to like pull from my own creative side and again like make things more my own and create new challenges for other people to try that's pretty sweet so uh with that like did you find it was hard in the beginning to reach out to these people to get content uh, to for them to uh, create content with you or because mm-hmm. yes. were you a little nervous in the beginning to do that because you don't want to you feel like Oh, like, do you want to help me with this and blah, blah, blah? Or Yeah, I would say it's it's not necessarily even like being like, hey, like, can you help me create content? It's not even like that. I think it's more just when you see someone's page mm-hmm. and it's like someone you look up to and you're like, oh, my gosh, like, it'd be so amazing. Like, we're similar talent wise or similar ideas or views. You would love to just meet them and create something with them because it would generally be fun. I find it is hard when you are a small account to get those bigger accounts to pay attention to you. Um for me, when I first started, I remember reaching out to certain accounts who like would not give me the time of day. Like, I was gonna ask you, did you get any hard rejections? Not even, not necessarily hard rejections. I would say like a good solid R bomb. Oh wow! Or yeah, right. 
So, <laughs> right? <laughs> I like, soak that in for a yeah, second. Yeah, and you're just like, you're just like, okay, oh. like, you don't want to collab with me, whatever. Okay. And I think a lot of people, and this is still a very popular thing, that when you reach a certain level of followers, people look at other people and they're like, oh, you're too small for me to, like, bother with. Or your account's not going to help me. Like, you can't scratch my back, so why would I even help you? I you. Yeah, exactly. That's never the view I've had for content. Like, you could have zero followers. You could have one follower. Or like 20 million followers. If you're cool and I think your content is really good and like you're a genuinely good person, Mm -hmm. I want to meet you regardless. Mm -hmm. So I've actually had someone recently come from Montreal where it's like, I knew he was a circus performer, but I had no idea what he did skill wise, but he just seemed super friendly, really nice, was willing to drive all the way down from Montreal to train with me. And I was like, yeah, absolutely. Come on Friday. We'll just train and have fun. Yeah. And then we ended up making a lot of content, but that wasn't the intention behind it. It was more just let's train and build like an actual friendship figure something out yeah yeah uh the your your page i think like every every like six months you hit like a new number like (laughs) you you the way that you do content and the way that you uh tag people and the way that you really get involved with the people around you is wild so like for a person trying to get into that kind of world what would you suggest for them to do in the beginning is it tagging is it trying to research people which you just said yeah. Um, new challenges. What would you? I would say like the best way to grow your account one is to just find something that you actually enjoy doing. So if you're someone who's like, oh, I want to get into calisthenics and then you're just going to only post like bodybuilding account, like bodybuilding workouts, yeah. you're not going to really find your niche as well. It's always content that you want to like create for yourself. And I say that for everyone because I get that question of like, how do I do it? How do I grow my account? Like, should I just follow trends? It's like, no, it's not about that. People genuinely like following people when they see that they're dedicated, enjoying themselves and like enjoying the process. If you're just like, they're just posting to post people can tell even though it's just like a a phone screen like people can really tell the intention behind it um in terms of like growing your account i definitely would say tagging people um as much as you can not like in an annoying way like don't go into the comments and just be like boom 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 tag but also feel free to reach out to people like there's some people who don't check their dms but there's a lot of influencers or content creators like myself where we check our dms all the time and it's like if someone messages being like hey like love your content like let's create something odds are you might get a reply or you might not but it's better to try. try. Yeah. yeah. The worst that's going to happen is you get an art bomb. And I bounce back, so. <laughs> so. Yeah, look at you now. Yeah. Look at you now. Now, so now that you're at the level where you are now, do you find people constantly trying to use the word lightly, but use you for followers yeah. and use you? Yeah, I would say I would. I had trust issues prior okay. to being a content creator. But okay. I, would say, <laughs> I would say now, I think biggest thing is. A red flag for me is when someone just hits me up being like, yo, let's create something right now. And I'm just like, bro, like, I haven't even said hi to you. Like, you haven't even said <laughs> hi, how are you? Like, there's no yeah. type of friendship there. And so I do feel like a lot of people try to use me for my connections, especially for sponsorships. Like, I'm sponsored by Gymshark, which is a huge brand in the fitness industry. Mm-hmm. And every single person's like, can you re- Can you send my name to Gymshark? Can you do this to Gymshark? But I'm like, I don't even know who you are. Like, I'm, I'm not going to pass along your name if yeah. I don't even know who you are as a person, if you're a dedicated content creator, if you're going to be able to hit your deadlines. That's also your name, right? Yeah. yeah that, if you're like, associated if just, with me then. Yeah. And so I just find for those kind of reasons, I am more tentative um, in terms of being willing to extend like opportunities to people. I definitely want to make sure I get to know them as a friend first mm-hmm. before opening that other door, just because I have been burned a couple times where it's like, you got what you wanted and then you're, you're gone. And it's like, well, ow, that hurts my feelings. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Um, also, have you ever collabed with anybody and you're like, oh, you're kind of a piece of shit in real life. But we're ready here. <laughs> so we're, let's just do it. <laughs> let's just do it. Have you ever had that situation before? Um, 
No, I would say everyone that I've actually met in person has been really cool. I would say sometimes there is a little bit of a miscommunication on content because a lot of the times um, some influencers, content creators will just post stuff from like way back when and still continue to post it years later. And so I've run into times where I've met up with people being like, hey, like, let's do this video you posted like a week ago. And they're like, oh, I haven't done that in three years. And I'm like, oh, okay. Right. And then that's where it kind of gets into a little bit different or sometimes people edit their videos. So for something like a handstand where they're like, oh, I'll slow-mo it down so it makes it look like I hold it longer. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh. That's, but not, if, that's kind of a lie though. Right, but it's like if I'm coming to create content with you, sometimes I get caught in those where it's like, oh, I don't know what we're going to do now because it's just that expectation was a little bit different. Mm-hmm. So in terms of talent, sometimes that differs, mm-hmm. but personalities, everyone's been super great and like we've always managed to make something. Mm-hmm. Um, but there is that little bit of like a, oh, I didn't expect that. Because just for me, when content that I create, it's things that I do like currently now. Like I'm not going to post my gymnastics videos of me doing double backflips because I don't do that anymore. No? No. So if someone was like, <laughs> yo, let's do a double backflip video, yeah, I'd be no. like, I can't. It's not on my Instagram, yeah. you know? So Okay, that's fair. Uh, so, so take me through the process of you because you, you put out a lot of content. Yes, a lot. Every day. And I'm not saying it's annoying. <laughs> I, You're like, I have to no, meet but, you, Taylor. But I'm, <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. No, I, what I'm trying to say is you put a lot of quality content out there, which in turn turn means like you probably plan out a whole bunch, right? Yes. So do you mind telling me what's the process of do Saturday or Sunday? You sit down and be like, this is what I'm doing this day. Then I'm going to do this. How does that yeah. work for that for you? So for me, I usually sit down on Sunday and I have like a little weekly calendar mm-hmm. where I have like my mobility Monday and then my skill drill Saturday for sure plugged in that week. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of like, cause you know, my content is like push up, flips, handstands. So I always try to make sure there's like an intermix of all of that throughout the week for the Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the Sunday as well. And then I try to add in collabs, like one collab every week. So week or so. Um, but that's how I pretty much plan it out. So I'll start the Monday and then I'll plan out like Tuesday. I haven't done a flipping video. So let's do one there. Um, or if I haven't, I haven't flipped this week, yeah, I haven't flipped this week. I haven't, I haven't shown a flipping video at least five days. Let's put one right there on Tuesday. Um, and then of course there's also like the deliverables that I have from all my sponsors, making sure I hit all those. So those mm-hmm. are definitely top of the priority for me. I always try to make sure I have everything posted at least by the third week of the month. Cause it's just to leave it to last minute, I think is personally just like not as professional. You want to sure. make sure that you're putting it out there, giving people like consistent content with it as well. Mm-hmm. If you're just like doing it constantly last minute, I think that just looks like you're a little bit lazy and that you're not actually focused on that part of your job. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you. Uh, who's your dream person to collab with? Um, Let's put it out here right now. I don't know. Dream person to collab with. You're like me, girl. <laughs> me. <laughs> no. Um, I Well, honestly, Demi was one of the people that I really wanted to collab with. And we finally met earlier this year in September. So Mm -hmm. I think she was like someone that I really wanted to meet just because again, seeing her personality on her profile, I was like, she's so bubbly. She's so fun. She does all the stuff that I do. Just be really fun to train and and like hang out with her. And so I think that was like a good check or like bucket list for me. Mm -hmm. And then I guess maybe like a celebrity, that'd be kind of cool. But you're like, but, but like, I'm not like a big fan of anyone in particular. No, no. But Shane Tatum. Like you guys could dance together. I can't. I can't dance, so that's a that's a hard no for me. Okay, Maybe mind. a Marvel character. Yeah, like, like who? I don't know. I feel like Thor because he does those fitness videos. You want you just you and Thor doing flips? Just like no, I would do flips, and then Thor would do you, like push ups, or Chris Hemsworth would do push ups. I love how he's not even. I love how he's not even uh, uh, Chris Hemsworth. Like, just he's Thor. Thor. He's, he's Thor. Thor. That's who he is. Um. Uh. Okay. Well, we'll put that out in the world right now. Yeah. Manifest uh, it. Yeah. Manifest it. Yeah. Uh. So with. Cause you have a huge following. 
you must get some negative feedbacks. Right? Sometimes. Sometimes. Because mm-hmm. it's like... It's impossible. It's not impossible. To, There's yeah. always going to be jackasses and trolls out there, right? Absolutely. So when you were starting getting up higher and higher and higher, how did you react to that? Did you try to just ignore the comments? Did you see it and you try to reply? How do you take that approach? So it's hard because sometimes I'm into the whole like don't feed into the haters because you want to give the people who actually like support you and appreciate you the attention. Whereas sometimes I feel like if you're commenting back to a hater, it's like, why are you feeding to them instead of the other people? So I I battle between that. But also when someone comes online and says something completely irrelevant, then that's kind of like, "Mm, okay. And before I used (laughs) to be like, Little T Fitness is so happy all the time. Like I'm never going to be mean to anyone. But now I'm kind of more like, no, if you're going to be rude, I'm going to lay it out for you because it's just unnecessary. I think that kind of energy just isn't welcome. And I say that on my platform. I'm like, if you're going to be negative, like take that energy somewhere else, like unfollow me, especially for people who are like um, the IFBB fitness pro thing. I get a lot where people are like, oh, like this person throws out like IFBB throws out cards so easily now. And I'm just like, first off, you have no idea what it took to get to where I am. And like the process of doing it, especially my division, I was like, so you have no ability to really judge it or anything like that. And so I would say the biggest negative comments I get um, would be related to more of that bodybuilding world side versus like the calisthenic side. Okay. Actually, that's perfect because I wanted to ask you about uh, your process through that, uh, doing Mm. the show. Yeah. So what exactly did you do a show for? And did you, was it as hard as you thought it'd be? Was it harder? Would you do it again? Ooh, good question. Okay, so I only got into it because there was a Instagram giveaway. And, and you I was won like, it? Yeah, and I was like, I'm just going to enter. Who knows? You basically had to like uh, create like a profile or like an application where you sent in like your skills and everything and was like, I want to do this because I've never tried it before. I think it'd be a great challenge was basically the essence of my application. And then I got picked. So then I got to be trained by Whitney Jones, who is like a three-time Miss Olympia for fitness. And so that was really amazing getting to work with someone so professional in the world. And it definitely was the most challenging thing routine wise that I've ever done in terms of just being so regimented with the diet and everything because in gymnastics and cheerleading and dance it's like yes the training's there for like hours and hours but the diet's not as strict like we could eat whatever we wanted as gymnasts pretty much yeah so for me it was definitely challenging in the fact to like track my food and I think coming out of it the biggest negative was that that relationship with food was definitely hindered for me like it took me probably two years to come out of that whole I have to track everything I have to do cardio yeah like I guess I haven't really shared it too, too much on my Instagram, but definitely that whole relationship with food and like body dysmorphia took me a long time to get out of. Yeah, I, I have a hard stance when it comes to, because people ask me like, would you ever do a show? And I'm like, no, because I just, yeah. I honestly, I just feel like it's, it just can cause more harm than good. It does. Now, the part of you pushing yourself mentally and the part of you pushing yourself physically and the discipline that you can put yourself in, I think is beautiful for a person to have. Yeah. But... The way that most people that I know come out of it and they've never mm-hmm. done it, when they're like, I just want to do it once. Uh, they come out with some kind of like the, the exactly what you just said. They track for two years and they get all upset in their head. Yeah. Or um, they have some kind of uh, issue with food later on. I just I just can't. I don't think it's a good thing. Personally, I don't think it is. Yeah. Uh, I would. I don't know. Not advocate towards it. Yeah. For competing again, I I am tempted to compete again because I do want to compete as a pro. Mm-hmm. But that being said, the pro division is now judged on your body. And I just don't think personally I'm willing to like go on stage and have someone purposely like judge me. I feel like that's just a little bit too much for me because mm-hmm. um, I'm happy. And like I preach on my Instagram all the time that it's all about functionality and what you can do. And you should be proud of that more than what your body looks like. So competing for that reason kind of goes against like why I go into fitness. So that's why I'm kind of like as much as I would love to compete, it also just makes more sense for me to just 
stay in my calisthenics lane. Back to your competition, uh, mm-hmm. if you don't want me asking, how much did you have to cut down to? So because the fitness division when you're an amateur doesn't measure or doesn't judge on your actual aesthetic at all, I didn't have to cut down that much. I think I started around 115 and I guess it's a lot of weight. I dropped down to 98. Holy. Yeah, I was, if you look at videos of me back then, like I was little. How like, did you, you were little or T. I was little. Like I looked like, <laughs> like when I was pale, I was like, I looked like I was malnourished because I low key like was. Bomb, yes, that was, that, that took a long time to come off. <laughs> How long did it take to, uh, to uh, come off? The spray tan takes like two and a half weeks to come off. Like you're speckled for the longest time. Wow. Like you're high key ugly for a little bit after the show. <laughs> Not even low key, eh? <laughs> high I didn't key. think about that. I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> yeah, like you're just like splotchy all over. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, okay, so how did you feel at that weight? I felt like, I don't know. I just didn't feel good. Like my operating weight that I think that I am the best at functionally is like around like 113, 115. Mm-hmm. So to drop down to 98 pounds, I just felt like, I don't know, like I just felt so like light and airy and it just wasn't, I didn't feel strong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so let's go a little bit about uh, back to the social media stuff. Um, what are there any hard boundaries that you put yourself in what you put out? Yes. Mm, yes, yes. There's like certain content that I will never, ever do. Like the whole like, let me just like there's some people who do exactly what I do, but they'll purposely do like a nice booty crotch angle. And I'm I just, glad you don't I do just, a booty crotch. I will there. never do that. Like, I think I put on my story the other day where my friend was filming me and I was like, is that a crotch angle? Like, you need to go over there. I was like, you cannot be here because that's just not the kind of content that I like mm-hmm. or that's not the focus of my page. Like, it's not about my body. It's about what I can do. So for me, I'll never be that person. And I get it a lot. People are like, why don't you just do it in like a sports bra on like booty shorts? Or like, why don't you just like do it in a bathing suit? And I'm like, because that's not me. I personally don't like creating that kind of content. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I'd ever be really... It's also proud personal of it, for you. You like, know, like, yeah. I, I, yeah. I'd rather do it in a snowsuit. Okay. Completely opposite. <laughs> <laughs> Completely, yeah. Yeah. Snowsuit. Um, okay. Uh, I mean, I, I definitely respect that. That's that's really, uh, really awesome. Um, what, when it comes to that, like the, the hard boundaries, what, have you ever released something or done something? Like, ah, that's not for me, actually, now that I think about it. Or you, everything's kind of been pretty calculated. No, everything, everything that I post is, is things that I personally enjoy. So again, like the piece of advice I have is like, if Instagram stopped tomorrow, mm-hmm. like, would you still do that training style? Would you still do those kind of videos? Mm-hmm. That's a good way to explain it. That's exactly how I, like, I do it, my Instagram. So everything I put out there is stuff that I genuinely enjoy and that I would do with or without Instagram. So oh, okay. I think there's a couple of things that I've tried, like F45 or like Orange Theory, but I've never really documented or posted it because again, it's, I go to those classes and I'm like, this, for me. <laughs> why wasn't it for you? I don't like running. Okay. <laughs> so Orange Theory was not for me. And then F45, I just kind of like, it's not really my style of training. That's all. So oh, That's all right. Um, do you find, do you have yourself a balance when it comes to your phone in general? Because Instagram and social media can be so captivating and so like constantly mm-hmm. have to check things. Do you give yourself like a timeline? Okay, I'm going to check this, 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 and I'm going to stop at 5 p.m. Or do you have like a a self-control completely over it? Because you know how social media can really like... Like really... Really like at 10 10 p.m. you're still looking... Oh, like a dark pit where you go into like a little circle and just like meow. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know about meow, but... (laughs) That's how I can best describe it. Okay. Um, No, I definitely don't give myself any type of restriction on it. Like if I'm on my phone and I can comment back to people and answer DMs, like I'm pretty proud of the fact that even with my following, I never have like 99 plus in my DMs. That just will never happen. I like to answer everyone and I think that's just me always being on my phone. Mm -hmm. I don't tend to do the whole 
like creep through accounts or that little like dark hole that you go down because I use my Instagram as a business. Mm -hmm. So if I see videos that I like, I'll like them. But otherwise it's just kind of like answering the comments, the DMs, posting a story and then I'll go off of it. So you won't really see me too much just like browsing for fun on Instagram. It definitely is more business related. Is that something you would suggest to somebody is always have a personal account and a business account? Because you have that, right? I do. I actually have three accounts. Crazy. Girl, you don't follow me on the third account. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's because that's because I don't use the third account. Oh, so okay. speaking of it, no, so I have so you have three. Yeah, so I have my main Little T Fitness account, which mm-hmm. is like my biggest one, mm-hmm. and then I have my Taylor May account, which is just my personal. And she basically never posts except to repost she, t- Little T Fitness. <laughs> Taylor only reposts Little T Fitness, and okay. then the Little T app was an Instagram page that I made when my app came out, thinking that I would use it a lot. But again, putting a boundary on my time on my phone and just like again creating more content, I was like, you know what? I'm not going to just double my workload and create double the content for both pages. So I just kind of leave it as like a smaller account. So if people do want to reach out to me, they can use that account and that DMs obviously show up a lot faster on that one and I can get to them there as well. And then also it's just like if anyone has any more informational stuff, that's an account that can answer those kind of questions. Hmm. Uh, let's uh, talk a little bit about your app. So what does your app do? My app. So this is something completely That's a big new. deal though, girl. Yeah. I was, I was actually really surprised and it's probably one of the best decisions I've ever made as a trainer or an online trainer. Cause originally I thought, oh my gosh, an app is going to be so much work. I was going to get like no users. I was so nervous to do it. And then finally doing it. It's actually so much fun creating content and getting feedback from all the users on it being like, we want to see this. Or I want to learn this. I can be like almost a one-on-one trainer with people without actually having that one-on-one time. But it's like just a platform for everyone to kind of get whatever they're looking for. So there's mobility, there's hit, there's core gymnastics, there's tutorials. I don't know. I just kind of make it a one-stop shop for people who look at my account and they're like, I want to train like Taylor. It's like, go to my app and there's literally so many resources on there. So many different programs. And did you, so are there like uh, tutorial videos and stuff like that? Yeah. Like full follow along. To film all those. So we're still filming. (laughs) So we started in August and then I basically add new programs, new tutorials every single month around like at least one program. And then depending on what I'm doing that month, at least like four or five other things. So we consistently film every month just for the app. Oh, wow. So you're a very busy person, it seems. Very, yes. very, 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 I try very. to be, yeah. Hey, um, so you have your personal training clients, mm-hmm. correct? Yes. And then you have your online clients that you check in. Yes. And then you have your app. Yes. And then you have your social media. Yes. And you have to tag uh, everybody and you also have to tag your uh, sponsors. Yes. So when do you get you time? On Sundays. Okay, it's Saturday. I have went, I, oh, no, it's Sunday. Sorry. It, yeah, so you're in my me time Sorry. right now. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> so Sundays is you. Sundays is a day that I don't do any work at all. I'll do my one post because I always post every single day around 10 or 11 a.m. And then once I do that, I'm pretty much off my phone for the rest of the day. And you just work out or you just kind of yeah, do your own thing? Yeah, I work out. And if I want to go for like in the summer and it's nice for a walk, I'll go out for a walk and just kind of do things that make me feel happy. Like today I went to Walmart and bought like cups. Like I was just like, I want to buy cups and straws because I needed metal straws, but it made me happy because it's just like that time of the day where I can just do whatever I want. So I think in terms of balancing my life, like, yes, I'm busy Monday through Saturday, but because I have a full 24 hours where I can just do whatever I want, it gives me that like good reset before the beginning of the week. When do you usually finish during the week? Like 10 PM, 930 or is it there's, there's whenever you finish. Whenever I like, sometimes I'm, Yeah. I don't know, because social media is so like fluid in terms of like timeline of work, sometimes I'll be editing a video for the next day at like 11, 12 p.m. Oh, so you edit your own videos too? All my reels I edit and then all my vlogs on my YouTube I'll edit myself. 
but the other stuff someone else will edit but normally yeah well you need a little help like you're yeah i definitely yeah my app stuff is definitely done by my videographer and same with my like more professional looking youtube videos is not edited by me but there's sometimes where i'm trying to like get something done and i'm uploading it at like 1 a.m and i'm like okay 6 a.m tomorrow here we go <laughs> oh my gosh um do you ever feel a little pressured to I don't know. I feel like social media, especially with well, Instagram with fitness makes you makes people feel like they have to look or be yes. a certain way. Mm -hmm. uh, high key. Sometimes <laughs> sometimes I like I hit I, you know, I I'm on a cut or I'm doing something. I'm like, oh, OK, I'm feeling, you know, feeling myself, you know, yeah, and course. I scroll on my Instagram. I'm like not feeling myself no more. <laughs> You're like, just kidding. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Uh, do you do you ever feel like that or or no? Um. When I first started my Instagram account, I think so. I feel like one of the big reasons why I didn't start a YouTube channel is because I was like, I'm not fit enough. Like, I don't look fit enough. Because, mm -hmm. yes, I work out and, yes, I look strong. But I don't have that, like, aesthetic female social media idea of, like, mm -hmm. the really lean stomach. I don't know. Just other things like that. I didn't feel like I was worthy or fit enough for that. Mm -hmm. Now that I'm older, I just don't really care. That's good. Because I think I've changed my mind to – or, like, my thought process of – yeah, I might not look like the girl who does like bikini beach body workouts, but the bikini beach body workouts can't do what I do. And like yeah. what I do is more important to me than how I look. Well, functionally so. for 100%. Yeah. And that's probably the same for you too. Like you probably care way more about what your body's capable of. Well, yeah. And then I think about what, yeah, what I can do and how balanced I am. Right. Yeah. Because I'm like, okay, I, I can't squat that much or deadlift that. I'm like, okay, but I can do this, 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 this. Yeah. I'm like like you have so many other things that like, you're Get so out good. of here, phone. <laughs> you're like, get out of here. Yeah, Don't like, do I hate it. this. Yeah, yeah, so I find that sometimes I've, I bound into that trap and I feel bad for people out there who are not into fitness and they see all these like fit people and that kind of puts them in a negative mindset too, right? Yeah. Um, do you ever just want to like stop putting so much social media out there? Like, do you ever have a time where you're like, this oh. is so much, I'm done, I just want to be an amazing personal trainer? Or do you're no. like, no? No, because I honestly really love creating content. That's good. Yeah. So even say, like I said, Instagram stops tomorrow and there's no TikTok, YouTube, whatever. I would still do the same combos that I do now because mm -hmm. everything I post again is something that I really enjoy doing. So regardless, I'm always going to be doing backflip burpees, doing extra things in the gym <laughs> just because it's fun. That's good. That's good. Uh, with YouTube, do you find that as difficult, uh, like as difficult or more difficult to do? Difficult. Yeah. Really difficult. Why? The timing for it. I think YouTube is such a different type of because it's long form content mm -hmm. versus Instagram is very short. So YouTube, just being able to find the group of people who's attracted to like, again, long form content, being able to watch you for upwards of eight to 12 minutes mm -hmm. is so different. So for me, it's different because I'm so used to creating like 15 seconds or less videos. So sometimes I'm just like, I don't really think people care about what I do because they only care about my flips. They don't care about me as a person. No, so that's I, not true. No, but it's, it's hard to I create. I watch your videos. Oh, thank you. <laughs> but it is hard to create that kind of content and especially the time to like find the music to make the video look good or the transitions and the text and the music or no, I already said that or the editing. I don't know. Everything mm. like that just takes so much longer. So I just like as much as I have my YouTube channel, it's not my favorite social media platform. No. <laughs> How often do you post on YouTube? Thursdays at 9 a.m. So just once a week. Oh, my gosh. Thursdays at 9 a.m. Thursdays at 9 a.m. Everything else is 11. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I like that. Um, so is there anything you kind of want to try differently or do more of when it comes to your Instagram or? Hmm. I think as I start to experiment with different avenues of like fitness and like the sporting world because i do want to mm -hmm. try boxing mm -hmm. we'll see how well that goes for me mm -hmm. i do want to try golf and i do want to try cirque du soleil stuff like 
more Cirque oriented training. Those are training. all very, they're broad very different. Things. They're so different. I, I respect you for it, but I'm like, okay. <laughs> they're all like way over the place. Yeah. But as I get into those avenues more, I feel like my content will like graduate with it as well. Mm-hmm. So depending where I am in my life. Because at first when I started, I was just doing more simple videos. It was less of the calisthenics type videos. Mm-hmm. Now, because calisthenics is my main thing, that's where all my content's based around. Mm-hmm. And then eventually, wherever I go, I think it'll just follow naturally. Mm. Um, how how do you fine tune who you want to partner with when it comes to sponsors? Because I know you, you, yeah, you're I, very picky with your supplementation. Yes. I know that. So like, how do you narrow that down for yourself? I have to, one, genuinely like the product. So Mm -hmm. I always make sure I can test it first. And then I also have to make sure that I like what the brand stands for. So whether it's like actually talking to like the president of the brand itself or the creator or just being able to talk to my athlete manager and having like a really good relationship there where I have the freedom to, again, like create my own content. There's no like you have to do this. Um, For me, a huge red flag is when a brand is like, I want you to post selfies as one of your posts or this is exactly how I want you to like tag and they give like no creativity to the creator. Mm -hmm. That's when I'm like, okay, so I'm not doing my i'm not doing it for fun anymore mm-hmm. it's more just like structured so i like when a brand gives me creative freedom okay and have you ever came across a brand that would give you that and take that away yeah yeah we're one not gonna bra- name them we're not gonna name them gonna but name one them. brand was happy with my content and then again they were like you know you should really show your face more on social media and take selfies with the product and i was like well my face is all over my social media because if you look at my stories it's just like <laughs> zoomed in pictures of myself yeah um so i found that kind of weird and also my followers don't like selfies yeah you know what i mean like i know my following more than anybody else so when a brand tries to tell me you need to do this to make it better i'm just kind of like but you don't know my content you don't know my following so let's have an open discussion about it not just a demand hmm. nah, that's not bad so who are you sponsored by now Right now, my main shout out to those sponsors. Right now, shout out to my sponsors. Here we go. Um, So we have Base Blocks, which is like equipment, home calisthenics equipment based in Australia. They're really cool to deal with. Like again, my relationship with the athlete manager there is so good. Just really easy to talk to. Then I have Grenade, which is from the UK, as well as Gymshark from the UK, and then I have Twenty Two Nutrition. What's Twenty Two Nutrition? The supplement brand that I'm with. Okay. So they're based out of the United States, and they're a smaller supplement brand, which is why I like them because again, I got to speak to the owner and get like a good idea of like why she started it or like her passion behind it. So again, just building those relationships, Mm -hmm. and then same thing with Grenade being like, oh, like they really want to move into Canada and get more into that Canadian market. So it's just kind of getting to know the reason why they're reaching out to a Canadian influencer or creator like myself, Mm -hmm. and then building that solid relationship. Is there a brand you would love to work with? Hmm. Honestly, Gymshark was like. The happiest day of my life. I remember when I found out about that. I was like, "Good for you." Yeah. When I when they emailed me, I thought I was getting punked. I was like, <laughs> "I was like, bro, is this just a joke?" But and then no, once they send you that contract, that was yeah. No I was joke. like, "Sign, sign right now." <laughs> um, but Gymshark was definitely one of those ones that I didn't even necessarily dream of because I just thought it was just completely out of reach. You know, people always ask like, "Oh, like, were you ever like, oh, I want to be a Gymshark athlete?" Like that never ever crossed my mind because I was like, "I'll, I'm never going to be that big." Mm-hmm. My Instagram account's just for me, and if people like it, then that's a bonus. But I never Look had you now. I know. Look at you now. People are ch- chomping at the bit to be with you and, and train with <laughs> you and everything like that. Um, with uh, with your accounts and stuff like that, do you do you how many times because you put a lot of reels. Mm-hmm. How many times do you have to try out the video with the videos and practice? Well, you saw me earlier before we started this. Podcast. I didn't want to blow up your scene <laughs> like that. But yeah, I mean, like, yo, Taylor took forever to do this video. No, but like how how many times do you, on an average for these videos do you have to try it an hour? Minimum 30 minutes. Minimum 30 minutes. Minimum. Seems like a long time still. Yeah. Some of them go into days. 
Whoa. Yeah, where I'll do it. <laughs> I'll cut myself off. Oh. Like, <laughs> yeah, dark, right? Yeah, that's, <laughs> a, dark. yeah, that's really dark. But um, yeah, some days if I go past two hours, mm-hmm. I'll be like, okay, we're just going to give it a rest and we'll come back a different day. So I think one of my longest videos, which like, I don't understand why I did this to myself, but it took me three days and then I used the video from the first day. Girl. I know, right? Oh my God, that sucks. Yeah. But that's all right. Um, what, what, what are certain things you don't like about content creators? Hmm. Some of them who are just fake. Fake in what sense? I guess, I guess. So this relates back to what you had said earlier when you were like, did you ever meet someone and being like, oh, like you're not as cool as in person. There has been, I guess, a couple other creators who I wouldn't say it was my ch- my choosing to link up with them. Okay. It just happened to be like common area, common time. And that's where they were. And that's kind of where I see like, oh, you portray this like very inclusive type person on your Instagram. And then meeting you in person, you're very like, eh. like body language wise, it was just very non-inclusive. But, it, but, one, but once you filmed, it was. No. Oh, still no. Yeah, still no. Okay. This person sucked. Yeah. That and sucks. I've run into maybe like a couple of those people now that I think of it. Um, now that I think about now, it, now, now that I'm reflecting here, <laughs> that's all right. But I think that just comes naturally, though. I feel like a lot of people too have the misconception that all of us content creators are just like boom, like right away out there, like super bubbly. But a lot of us are also introverts. Like that's why we create content because we don't have to leave our houses. We can just create it inside with no but one else around. Would you consider yourself an introvert? Absolutely. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just I feel like I'm happiest when I'm alone. alone. <laughs> I'm totally with you on that one. <laughs> Like I'm happy alone and doing my own thing. I think big crowds, I can do it if needed. But do, do you find it like makes you tired to be in like a large crowd? Oh my gosh. So I would consider myself more of, I, I like giving myself to people and really understanding people and putting a lot of good vibes out there. Mm-hmm. But what recharges me is not being around people. Yes. What recharges me is being around nobody. Just like in your room, just by yourself. And even like, so I don't know about you. Do you like working out alone or do you like working alone. out with people? So same. Mm-hmm. So like, I, I, I love when I can just put on the headphones or listen to music because it's me, right? Yes. I, as a trainer, most of the time, I have to give so much to my clients and then these people and then these people and then these people, which is fine. That's mm-hmm. a blessing that I can do that. But if I don't have that time where I can recharge my head and I get so antsy, so angry, so anxious. Yeah. And it's, it's, I don't know. It's not No, good. I 100% agree. As trainers, we always give 100% to other people. And then if we don't let ourselves recharge, then we just end up, I end up becoming hangry and just not a good person to be I don't become hangry, but I just become angry. No, hangry for me. Definitely. Okay. I'm going to pour myself <laughs> a little bit more. You yeah, saw, yeah. Do you want any more ice? No, no, I'm good. I like to sip. So how do you like the tequila? It's good, but remember, I don't drink that much. I know, no, I know you. Do. I'm the girl. I'm not asking you to down it. <laughs> you told me to chug it. <laughs> no, I'm just like I'm just asking you. No, how you it's like. very good tequila. Okay. What other tequila do you like to drink? I like Patron. Okay, that's gangster. Gangster. That's gangster. And then what's the? Is it Don Julio? Oh, Don Julio is really gangster. Yeah, that's the because that's a long skinny black bottle, right? Um, I only know them by their bottles. Not by their names. <laughs> not by their names. Uh, I don't know. I don't think I know that one. Um, or Casamigos. Casamigos is really good. Yeah, that one's good. So those are my three that I typically drink. So when it comes to like drinking and stuff like that, mm-hmm. do you do you limit it a lot, or do you do you drink like maybe like once once a month? Like maybe like once a year. Once a year is this your this, once this, a year? This, this is the first time I've drank all year. Girl, it's like you know well, it's March, March but <laughs> but okay, January, February, March. Okay, I, I appreciate it. Uh, yeah, I don't really drink mostly because. 
It's just not for you. It's just not for me. Like, I don't really get a lot of I appreciate enjoyment you out of it. You know? this with me then. <laughs> I'll drink it for you. I appreciate that. Yeah. No, it's good. Like, if I am going to drink, though, it definitely is tequila. But mm. I'm not that kind of person to come home after a long day and be like, let me drink some wine. Well, then you have a problem if you do that. Oh, I thought you meant what I, what I do. And no, I was like, oh. No, no, no. No, <laughs> no problem. No, no problem. No problem. Um, so what, how do you work out? Like, what do you do right now? You just do cosmetics. I see you, yes. you've been lifting some heavy weight. I've been trying. I've been trying. You're getting stronger. Yes. Because you, I remember one time we were talking to each other and you're like, you think you can bench press 135? And I was like, I think you can. And yeah. you did it. Yeah. And you didn't even warm up to it. You just did <laughs> it. Go. I was like, all right. So what's your train style right now? Right now. So I actually have a calisthenics rep competition coming up May 21st. So, what, so to explain to the viewers, what exactly is that? Okay. So a calisthenics rep competition is basically the movements, at least from my last one, because I've only competed once. So my knowledge is very limited. But it was push-ups, pull-ups, back lever, front lever, human flag, handstand hold, and muscle-ups. But I didn't do the muscle-ups because I can't do strict. So it's basically just like all like more of the strength type stuff of the calisthenics. And it's reps. So it depends on the competition. The one that I did, there was no time cap. It was just as many as you could do. But then there's also different ones where it's like as many push-ups as you can do in one minute. How many push-ups can you do in one minute? I don't know. I haven't done that one. Oh. So I guess we're I can do 50. Out. I feel like... Is that low? I don't know. Should I, I not like, put that? Should I like, not put that? Don't put that share out that. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> We're definitely gonna try that out after. Yeah, I feel like that's a good number. Is it? I, so mm, in a I minute? Mm. Oh, girl. Because <laughs> I feel like you should do more. That was when at I was least, sixteen. That was when I was sixteen, though. Just a push up a second, no? I don't know. At least. So what? 60? At least sixty. Sixty. Come We're on. trying it out after. <laughs> not with the camera guy, though. No, we definitely will. <laughs> a little background. Uh, so you have to do though, and how do you train up to do these competitions? So the first one, I didn't train at all. I just, I went in with okay. the intention of just observing. Oh, okay. And then I got there and I was like, I want to compete for fun. Mm -hmm. And so I ended up doing really well. I came first, which was really nice. So you didn't train. <laughs> you went there for fun and you're like, first. Yeah, so that, that was cool. <laughs> that, maybe I'll train next I was time. Like, I was like, maybe I'll train this time. So exactly. So this time around, um, I did a test for my numbers, I think last Wednesday. Mm -hmm. And they were a little bit lower than my competition numbers, which is understandable because the adrenaline's not there. Mm -hmm. But I'm <laughs> hoping that my next competition, I'm gonna hit, I'm gonna put it there in the universe. So hopefully I don't embarrass myself because we'll come back to this later. But pull-ups, I got 14 last time. So I wanna get 22 to 25 this time. That's a lot. That's a lot. But I, I'm working on my pull-ups a lot. So the last day when I tested, I had 20. That's oh, pretty wow. good. That's really good. Yeah. So you incorporate that in your training right now? Yes. So tons of pull-up training. Push-ups, I got 105 last time. Mm -hmm. This time I'm going for 110, 115. So we'll see. That okay. one's going to be hard because I know how tired I was at 105, but I know I'm also stronger from then. So in my mind, it's doable. Okay. It is definitely doable. Yes. With you, it is. I feel <laughs> like you can do anything. As soon as I'm like, okay, this is what we're going to do. And then also dips, I got 42, I believe. Mm -hmm. So I want to get at least 45, 47. Increase that one and have you ever thought about increasing, uh, play, playing around with more heavier squats and deadlifts and stuff like that? Or does that prohibit you from your abilities of what you can do now? No, it definitely doesn't inhibit me. Because you're like hyper flexible for sure. Yeah. So I do like doing heavy squats. I hate deadlifts. Like you will not catch me doing a heavy barbell deadlift ever. Why do you hate deadlifts? They're just, I, I hate the movement. Okay. I'll be, I'll be so Running, honest. deadlifts, no <laughs> just go. Like, I feel like picking up something from the ground like that is just so much effort especially when it's like heavy come on who enjoys that's, doing that that's like the worst thing to say as a trainer no i just i don't like i'll like i'll start at the top and go down and come back up easy 
Okay. But I don't want to start at the bottom. Okay, okay. You know what I mean? It's just like maybe the movement pattern, the order of it all. I'm just like, no, thank you. Okay, that's fair. I'll that's do fair. dumbbell deadlifts though. I like those. Why do you like those opposed to the barbell? So it's just pa- different? It's just different, you? I think. And also my grip is really bad on my left side. Because I have a small pinky. Okay. <laughs> that, I'm, now I'm like <laughs> looking at your pinky. I'm like, no, is look, it small? Look. Oh my gosh. I'm disgusting. No kidding. No, no, no. You're fine. You're fine. <laughs> but so that affects the barbell grip a lot. Of course, yeah. Um, so that's why dumbbells, I can go heavier, like 50s in mm-hmm. each hand, mm-hmm. which feels better for me. I can get a better stretch and I'm not just like peeling off the bar. No, oh, that makes sense. So in your busy schedule, how many times do you get to work out? I work out at least six times a week. That's amazing. Yeah. So what's your so what's your flow of uh, your program right now that you do? Right now, so I'm doing legs, I would say at least two to three times a week and then upper body the other days. I'm so bad at math. Wait, what? <laughs> okay, let me, let me go this way. I, go, I have to go by days of the week. Otherwise, I don't know. Monday. So. What are we hitting Monday? Legs. What are we hitting Tuesday? Chest and shoulders. What are we doing? Uh, whoa. Wednesday. Wednesday. You messed me up. Back. Back. And, and then, then Thursday, Thursday. Legs. Friday. Friday flips. Friday just flips all We're day? We're flipping on Friday. Okay. Yeah. Saturday. And then Saturday's back to just shoulders. Okay. And then Sunday's back. Because I consider, so I say six times a week, but I, like, but that was seven. seven. That was seven. That's because I consider Friday flipping, not like, like an active, working out. It's like that's act- working out to you. Oh, right? it's like, like active it. rest on Friday. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I so I last summer you were trying to push a little bit when it came to running. <laughs> How did that go? We have let go of that. Goal. Oh, okay. <laughs> what was your goal? What was your goal? I didn't really have a goal. I just wanted to get more consistent with it. That's fair. And I would just, I just don't. Should have ran together. Mm, no. <laughs> we should have not ran together <laughs> because you would have been so far ahead no like, no 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 yeah maybe because yeah, i'm a slow i'm a slow runner but why okay we'll talk about this later <laughs> but let's digest why what? um but no for cardio for me i like doing stairmaster or hit it's fun like circuit style more because i don't know running i think it's just like because i say i hate running so much it like blocks me from actually wanting to enjoy running but also running for some reason gives me a lot of side effects it Let's make talk about this a little bit more. <laughs> what kind of side effects? I feel like I get like sick after. Like I literally get a cold for two, three days I think after. It's psychosomatic. No, no, no. <laughs> I literally finish running and I'll have a stuffy nose and a sore throat for like three days. You're telling your body we don't want to do yeah, this. Yeah, my body's like, <laughs> listen, running's not for you, Taylor. Stop it because we're going to get sick. So. Okay. Or I go like. Don't deaf. tell me you go deaf. I do. <laughs> you go deaf after running? That's ridiculous. A little bit, a little bit. So I just. You're I just a liar. Don't. Now I'm, I'm feeling like I'm going to get deaf. <laughs> I promise. So that's why I just don't like it. Okay. The side effects. Plus, I don't physically enjoy doing it. Have you ever thought about going on these crazy shows like Ninja Warrior and all that stuff? You'd be so good at it. No, because my grip, my pinky. I feel like you limiting figure, factor. I feel like you would figure that shit out. No, I'm also pre- really short. Yeah, but that works with you. No. No. Because everything's so long. Wow. And with my life. little, and with my little pinky, and like I'd have to jump have you and ever then tried grab. It's the, a bar that you. You. Oh, I forget what it's called, but yes, yeah. no, no. I tried it. Well, yes, and you haven't tried it. Yes, or, I, or yes, you <laughs> yes, know what it is. Yes, I have tried it, but I wasn't good at it. Okay, I'm not good. I'm at really pull. good at it, and that's the only thing. <laughs> big flex. That's my big. <laughs> wasn't flex even going to be subtle. I'm amazing. <laughs> yeah, I remember I went to this uh, ninja place in Markham, and I, I've been trying to try. Oh, that. pursuit occur. No, <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> Shout out to them though, but no. I don't I think even know monkey belt or something. That's where I train. That's no, it's in, not monkey belt. My bad. Sorry, monkey girl. parkour. Oh, my bad. No, it's definitely Pursuit. Maybe. May- oh, Did it's he rename it? Rename Pers- pursuit rename it? OCR. I just say OCR because it's easier. 
Okay, maybe it's that. I don't know. <laughs> but I, it's the one that has like the whole obstacle course, no? Yes. yes. Pursuit. Yeah, Pursuit. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I went to Pursuit and uh, I tried that out and I banged it out. It was so, I did so well at it and then I walked away. I was like, You it. should go on that show then. No, I'm too sure. That's more I for guess you. Paul Pinky. No, no, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> that's me. <laughs> no, I've thought about going on that show, but I don't you know. You should. Because you know the you one with the ring? the challenge. Yeah, the challenge. Shout out the challenge because yeah, yeah. let's get us on you, that show. You could definitely kill out that show. I used to take them in all of my posts. Did they ever see it? Like it? No, a couple of their players or athletes follow me though. Like who? Nelson. Nelly. Nelly. Um, Casey for for a while followed me. I haven't checked if she's unfollowed me. Should you know, I? you know who I was so jealous of you following? Who? Karate Hottie. Oh, is her name Catherine? Yeah, I think so. I just, <laughs> I just know it's Karate Hottie. <laughs> yeah. The UFC fighter. And, How did that come and, across? And Killer Bima. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they that's... both follow me. From Mobility Monday. That's crazy how something small like that can yeah. like expand to so many people. But yeah, they're really nice. All right. Oh, so you've talked to them and yeah. everything like that. I'm supposed to. I want to meet up with. I don't even know her first name. Kill, Killer Bima. Killer Bima, yeah. I want to meet up with her in either um, LA or wherever she is. Sometimes she's in Vegas. So it depends like where, but. So, do you try to schedule so many meetups? Because there's only so much you can do in Canada, and there's a lot of like uh, content creators, obviously in the US. Mm-hmm. Have you been trying to expand and go towards there and stuff like that? Yeah, I would say I think one of my dreams once upon a time was to move to LA so I could be in that whole world. Is that the main like hub of yeah, content creators? Yeah, that's where like they all are. Really? Yeah, I didn't know that. But after being like, there, specifically for your niche or just in general, all like just all niches. That's where they okay. all are. Okay. Like especially like all the TikTokers, they all have like content houses that's what? like that's a new thing now is to be in a content house what does that entail you basically it's like a frat house from what i've seen it's you, a bunch of people who you like want to do this you want to live in a frat house no 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 you want to live in your own house no i want to live in toronto yeah. okay okay that's what i like because okay. i thought i wanted to live in la and be in that world but after meeting everyone i was like ah, i like toronto mm, so why do you like toronto better than them I think, well, one, Toronto's a lot cleaner than L.A., in my opinion. I've heard that L.A. is pretty dirty. Yes. Because, yeah, Skid Row and all that stuff. Yeah. And then also, for what I do specifically, a lot of my friends in Toronto are exactly what I need for my content mm-hmm. in terms of collabing with people. I think a lot of the fitness people in L.A. are more just, like, typical strength training people who do, like, the, you know, the videos with the motivational words in the background, and they're just, like, doing, like, the Stairmaster, and then, like. I don't do that, so I don't know. know. But anyways, but, but, it's like, it's more geared towards that content. There's very few out in LA who do what I do. I think maybe the main person out there would be Austin Adotti. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll go out to LA and collab with him on, like with that purpose because I know his content's so good and he's such a great person to meet up with. Mm-hmm. But in Toronto, like my group of friends that I train with at Monkey Vault is like the best group. So, uh, I've, yeah, Monkey Vault, I definitely have been wanting to go. I know that one. Yeah, it's so fun. Um, so where else in the US have you traveled for for content? New York. New York was fun. Would you film in New York? I filmed with, do you know, Evolve, um, Evolve Nation? Yeah. Eva? No. No? Okay. No. Anyways, she's, she's out there okay. and she's really big. And she's, cool. again, someone who's super nice to me and just like, in terms of like a personal level, mm-hmm. very kind, very giving in terms of the fitness industry. And then also Devin Levesky lives out there and he's someone who's like the coolest person I've ever met in my life. Yeah. He did like a bear crawl, like a marathon on his hands and knees. Oh, is it that guy? Yeah. He's insane. That guy's wild. Yeah. And then he does like, he's doing like all the huge mountain hikes. Like, he did, like, Everest and, like, Kilimanjaro. And he's just like, yeah, I'm doing all these hikes just just because. Just because. So he's just a really cool person. Okay. And then other than that, I want to go to Houston. Not necessarily for content, but I've just always wanted to go. But I'll like probably, the weather? Yeah, but I'll probably just host a handstand workshop out there. So what's a handstand workshop? What do you do in the handstand workshop? I teach people handstands. Yeah? And you so should come to one. 
Yeah, okay. <laughs> we'll host one right no, here. No, <laughs> I'm actually down. I, yeah, yeah. I'm down. I would love to do that. But I think that's kind of where I'm more focused on in terms of traveling, not necessarily traveling for content, but traveling for handstand workshops or any type of teaching opportunity. That's something that I'm more interested in as of right now. Is there any place that you've been offered to that's kind of wild, like far away that you haven't scheduled yet or? Um, well, one place is Calgary. Like Europe or Calgary. I like Calgary because I've never been. I know, wow. it's, I know it's like Canada. It's not that cool. It's really cool. But it's have like you ever so been to the Calgary Stampede? No, I've never been ever. You gotta go. I have to go. So Calgary's been a one that's been thinking of having me come out there. And then there's one in Philly, Philadelphia. Yeah, that's yep. Philly. <laughs> just want to make sure. Just want to make sure. Yeah, that's Philly, girl. <laughs> and then so there, and then Gymshark's giving me the opportunity to like help partner with my workshops. So they're gonna help me kind of like pick really good areas that would kind of like match my, awesome. I guess, need for handstand work- workshops, and yeah. then be able to host them there. So. so how does it feel to be with Gymshark? Is it because did you go to because Gymshark came here a year ago or two years ago to Canada? Yeah, two years ago they did like a workshop or something. They like did. That. They did um, lift the city. Were you, part of, were, were you part of no, them at that time? No, okay. because that was like in 2017, I think. It was time ago. Okay, my bad, girl. <laughs> but yeah, I wasn't with the team at all then, but a lot of the athletes, like Nikki Blackwater was still there. So Have you met them there. and all that? Yeah, they were there when I was with them in September mm-hmm. when we went to Malibu um, as like the retreat for Whitney Whitney's line. How was that? How was that just being around these people? Because I'm sure you've seen them on Instagram, seen them on YouTube. Yeah. And like meeting them face-to-face where like – was it surreal? Because I didn't. Because I, I feel like every athlete, low key, like wants to be part of Gymshark. Every every single person, right? I feel except like for wants me, to. but it doesn't <laughs> except, matter. Except for you. It's okay. Um, honestly, I didn't really follow Gymshark athletes too closely. I just really knew the brand, and there was maybe like two or three people that I knew of, mm-hmm. but I was never like a hardcore. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna follow all their athletes and become like a super fan. Like that wasn't necessarily me. It was more people who did what I did. So I followed Morgan, and I followed Demi. Um, I followed Devin from before. So it's just like people who kind of did what I did I knew of but the girls who were there at the retreat were more like the bodybuilding style mm-hmm. um, or lifestyle or track athletes so I it was a different kind of content so I wasn't really familiar with a lot of them but it was fun to meet everyone because again it was in a natural situation and everyone could relate to the struggles of social media or like just the life of it all and how like overwhelming it is sometimes it seems super overwhelming like I can't imagine like I kudos to you because Sometimes I post like two, three things. I'm like, that's enough. That's enough. I hate people. That's too much stimulus for that's one day. Too much. So kudos to you for putting so much out there of your like your personal life and everything like that. Thank you. Do you get uh, some people like because do people automatically know you? Well, I guess I'm putting you out there, but that you live in Aurora and everything like that. A lot of people think I live in LA. Really? For some reason, yeah. It's, well, p- probably because you. I post there a lot. Po- yeah. Because I do like mass creative content, and then I just like post it. Videos from like LA, I'll post like next week or something. So people just think assume, of, yeah, yeah. Like LA, and then they're like, oh, I just saw her at Sobeys. Yeah, so, literally. <laughs> hey, that girl goes to my she was good at life. Walmart. She was getting cups and straws, <laughs> and weird. she looks so happy. <laughs> so happy about it. Um, but yeah, I would say majority of people think I live in LA, and then when they find out that I'm from Toronto, they're like, oh my god, and like that's when I kind of grow my business, like training wise, because they're like, oh, I would love to train with you because you're from Toronto. So it always works out. No, that's not bad. So yeah. what are what so. We know all these things about you. What are th- what are three things that you like to do that has nothing to do with fitness? I like taking pictures, like photography. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So, of uh, what kind of sc- like scenery? Like what kind of stuff? Yeah, I like see like I like nature a lot. Oh, cool. Just like was it my dad? I didn't like, know that about you. Really? I yeah. love nature. Uh, well, the picture, but the nature <laughs> thing also. You're super enthusiastic oh. about the nature. Yeah. What is it? So uh, when I was in high school, my my two choices were to either go into science or to go into media arts. 
like graphic design. Mm -hmm. My parents told me don't go into graphic design because I won't be successful. So it was automatically <laughs> science. Okay. Dagger to the heart. But I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, but as a hobby, like I would love as I get more time with everything and structure my life a little bit more in the future to get some time to just like, again, take trips and not necessarily do fitness content, but take actual photographs of places instead. That's cool. So what are the two things? Other two things. What do you like to do other than work out and, and constantly make great content? I don't really know what else I like to do. I like to eat. So we're going to, but we talked about this a little bit before she put it down in the comments below, but she thinks that Batman begins <gasps> is better than Ooh. the Batman that came out. Unpopular opinion. My, it's is, very is my, unpopular. Because, okay, so I'm a big movie person, so I love... So there you go. You like movies. Yes. Marvel is like... I'm a huge Marvel nerd, but not so much that I read the comments. Comment. Comics? Com oh, that was comics so or comments? Sip some Com more. <laughs> <laughs> comics. But I love watching the movies. Okay, so what are your favorite Marvel movie? My favorite? The Spider-Man. The, the recent one. The recent one? That one was pretty bomb. That one was amazing. So yeah. that was definitely my favorite. And then in terms of other movies, I like... Oh, the blind side. Anything like Oh, wow. That. We totally like went not. Yeah, it was like superhero. Not Marvel at not all. Not Marvel at all. That's my other favorite movie too. Okay, so you like movies. All yes. right, that's not bad. What um, else? I like dogs. You like dogs? What's your favorite <laughs> I love dog? dogs. I really want a Samuoid. Is that how you pronounce it? I have no idea what dog that is. Did you ever watch The Proposal? Probably. It's like the little white dog. So cute. They lift it in the yeah, air. I see you post a lot about uh, Retrievers though. Well, those are my sister's dogs. Oh, okay. Or I want a Rottweiler. Again, Rottweiler would very different. You. Or a Corgi. Or also corgi. Like a corgi. You like all dogs, eh? I love dogs. Okay. Well, cheers to that. I'm a, cheers I'm a, do I'm a dog person. You're a dog person. <laughs> okay, so you like photography. You like movies. I like dogs. And you like dogs. Yes. That's what Taylor likes to do. Yeah, that's like pretty much me in a nutshell. And then add in like fitness. Fitness is a fitness. huge part of your life, fitness. though. <laughs> um, so when did you start incorporate like going into the online training? Is it, did you start incorporating it when the pandemic hit? Yeah. Or was it before? Pandemic. Yeah? So yes. you're like, we got to do this. And you saw the capability of how many people you can reach out to. And you're like, oh, this is something actually I want to do. Or In terms of like online training, you mean? Mm -hmm. Or like social media? Online training, sorry. Actually. Online training, yes. Yeah. So that happened 100% to the pandemic just because there was no option of training people in person anymore. So, so uh, you didn't do any online training previous to? The I think I maybe had two clients before the pandemic. Okay. So before the pandemic, I had two. Peak, I probably had around like 55 people. Mm -hmm. And now I like to settle around like 15, 20. Okay. It's kind of like where my good balance is. Okay. And uh, how did you, did you just uh, outsource more people to do online? Or th were there some people that were in person with you and then they just stayed in online? Or did they come back? Um, most of them just stayed. Like a lot of people actually like doing the virtual training with me because mm -hmm. they didn't have to leave their house and they had like their own equipment. They'd already bought all the equipment. So they just stayed in terms of being online. And then a lot of my online programming clients have now switched over to my app. What do you like better personally as a trainer? I love in-person training. I love in-person training. I know too. like a lot of people say I don't necessarily have to do it anymore because my social media is doing very well. But I'll never give up my one-on-one -on -one stuff just because I love that part of my business. Do you still have uh, – what's your longest client that you have? Probably from when I – like my, my clients of like four and a half years going on to five. Isn't it crazy how that person, like, it's in your mind, it's so short, but. But it's long. It's so long. It is really long. Especially because you see them, like, two to three times a and week. And they see you grow so much as a person. And you see yeah. them grow, especially with their fitness journey, so much. And it's, it's weird to see, to know that person so long in your life and and be part of that journey of everything. And I, I don't know. I just, I have, my longest client I've had since I was 26 and I'm 30. 
31. <laughs> 31 right now. So, and it's, and literally I've, I've seen them married, have kids, divorce. <laughs> I've seen it all. A different turn. I've seen a girl. I've seen it all, girl. But I've, it's so weird for me to be part of somebody's life so integrally. Yes. And, and yet still be on the outside. Yeah. Like, do you understand what I mean? Yeah. You're such a big part of their life, but you're not like in, in, in their, their life. life. Like, that when sense. they come see me, they tell me about either how good their day is or how shitty their day is. Mm-hmm. And we figure out what we can do to make this day better. And we make sure that the workouts tailored towards them and this and that. And it's, I don't know, I think it's super re- rewarding to be a trainer in that sense. Now, what I want to ask you is when do you want to step back as an uh, influencer or as a content creator? When will I stop creating content? Yes. I don't see myself what? ever really stopping it. Not to take pictures or anything like that? Or no, you're going to add think, that on too. You have no time. Like I always I'm telling you right now, you have no time. <laughs> Till you cannot do it. <laughs> no, because even when my life changes, I'll still want to share it. And if my following likes it, then that's amazing. If my following eventually stagger, like plateaus, and that's mm-hmm. what it is. But again, if I want to share a beautiful picture that I've taken or like a video of a sunset, like mm-hmm. I'm going to do that because again, my account's for me. So I think just that overall sharing aspect, I don't think I'll ever stop that for social media. See, I think that's one of the reasons why you're so successful when it comes to your social media is because it's so genuine. Like even the way that you answered right now, it's like, yeah, I just want to do it for me. And I just want to do this. And I feel like we're like, I'm sure you've come across a lot of content creators who are just like, no, I got to do this. And I got to do this. And I got a little booty and I got to add a little <laughs> of this. Right. And yeah. it's just, it's, for you, it's like, no, this makes me happy and I'm going to post this, right? Yeah. So you, you never want to stop, eh? As long as it makes you happy, you yeah. don't want to stop. I think, yeah, I think there's that quote, I forget who it's by, and it's probably going to sound so but I don't even know who it's by, where it's like, when I stop having fun with it, I'll be done with it. Who's that by? Some guy or no, girl. It's, it's a famous person. Uh, Will Smith. It nope. seems like something Will Smith would say. It's not Will Smith. Oh, it's going to bug me now. Anyways, we'll come back to that later. It'll click. It'll click. See, I, I need a little TV on I want to say it's Drake. It. Don't say that. I hate Drake. Oh, Drake, Drake, did you hear that? Is it Drake? Drake. Did you, did you research Drake. it? I, yeah, it's in a Drake song. Oh, my God. I saw that before with it, I'll be done with it. Oh, my yeah. gosh, our camera so guy the- just looked it up. <laughs> so, Drake. And I think that's kind of like how I go about social media. Like, as soon as I don't have fun with it, I'll just move on to something but else. But that's good, and that's healthy, because I feel like, obviously, you would probably not put his best content as you would now if you weren't having fun with it. Yeah, because then if you if you dread making content, then why would you do that to yourself? Like, why would you dread that? Or why would you endure anything? Life no. is so short. As cheesy as that is, life is short. Just have fun with it. It's super short. Yeah. Um, so, okay, you're doing the CalSex. Anything else you kind of want to dive into? Any, any other competitions? Have you ever thought about like a powerlifting competition? I've always wanted to because my bench is really strong. You're strong as shit. You're not really a, not on my deadlift, though. We'll do that. We'll deadlift <laughs> together. It's okay. I'll It'll be like started. 95s on my bar. It'll be fine. So you, you've thought about doing it? I have. And I... Just don't know where I could like, again, because training wise, I'm so focused on calisthenics that I just don't know where, like how much powerlifting would complement it. That's fair. Too much. But I feel like you're the kind of person that always wants to push yourself. Yeah. That you're like, this is different and I think I can succeed in it and I got to try into it. It's definitely something I do want to try, but I didn't because have you done powerlifting before? Like competing? No, I haven't competed in anything. Do you always have to do a deadlift? Yes. Okay. (laughs) Because like I would do it if I could do like. dead squat. Like. Regardless, always. You can't just opt out of one. I mean, you can just be shit at dead and not give a shit, and just. But I don't. I can't do that. Squat and kill but see, my squat's not even that good either. What's your, what's your squat? Like for three, I can do two hundred five for three. That's, that's pretty good, considering your height, your weight, 
that you don't train regularly in, in powerlifting. Yeah. And what can you bench right now? My best bench was a couple of years ago when I did 175. 175? Yeah. You're diesel. I was like, oh. You're so yeah. strong. Yeah, so I do one for right now because I don't know because you're good at percentages. I can't do it off the top of my head. But I do 135 for like 8 to 10. I have no idea what that percentage is. To like convert that into one, one rep max. I can't do that. But I assume I should, like, my goal, I want to be able to do 185. That'd be sick. You can do 185. Because that's like, what, properly. a plate in 25? Yeah, a plate in 25, yeah, 185. Um, with your, uh, so with your personal training clients, how did you help them when it comes to the pandemic and stuff like that? I want to ask you that. I did a Facebook group for them. Oh, really? Yeah, I put because a lot of them are a lot older, so they didn't necessarily have, like, Instagram or, like, any other thing to, like, really communicate through. So we did a Facebook group where I posted just workouts for them. And then I posted like when I was working out to try to motivate them to work out as well. Um, we even had like a running group. Remember when I was into running? Well, kind of. <laughs> kind of. So I post like, hey, guys, just did my best running time. Here was my speed or whatever. Who else worked today? Worked out today? And that was just a way to keep them active when everything was kind of like just shut down. Mm-hmm. And then just making sure to check in on them in terms of just like outside of fitness, just how else their life was going to. That's not bad. Okay. So we have the app, you're influencing. You're constantly putting new content out. What's next for Taylor for 2022? I don't know. What do you want to do? Put it out there right now. What's something big you want to do? What's the next big thing for you? Because I know you'll get it. I don't. I haven't really thought that far ahead. Because I'm really happy with where everything is right now. And I'm not trying to say like, oh, I'm happy, so I'm going to stop trying. That's actually not it. It's just I haven't picked what avenue that I want to like pursue fully yet, if that makes sense. I almost wanted – I don't know if this is going to make me sound arrogant the wrong word. Just say it. It's okay. But I want to be able to do, like, I think one of my goals is to document my, like, success through different avenues of sports. So, like, I've done bodybuilding, got my pro card. I've done calisthenics, come first. I want to do powerlifting, do really well. I want to do, like, martial arts or MMA or something like that and compete in all those. So just dabbling in all different areas of, like, fitness and dominating. And then I'm (laughs) (laughs) Dominating. Exactly. But I think it would just be like a really good challenge for me. And eventually be able to like something like a marathon. Get like a really good time. I'm not going to say I'm going to win a marathon. We're not going to dominate there. Okay. But we'll, we'll do one. We'll do one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, do, do your parents, uh, what do your parents think about you putting so much like uh, of your like personal life out there on social media? Are they, they old school or are they just like, it was a little odd in the beginning? At first it was odd for them. They're just like. They're like, why are you taking a picture of our food? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I'm like, hey guys, can you just stop eating for a second? They're just like, what are you doing? Or my sisters, like, I think in general, my family was very confused why I would take videos of myself. And they're just like, why is she out there in the park for an hour flipping around with just herself in a <laughs> it's tripod? Just Taylor. Yeah. She's right? just dominating. <laughs> and then they finally realized that it's part of a career. And I think, again, the traditional view is like, oh, it's just for attention is what they first thought. She just likes attention. Rough. <laughs> my family is very brutally honest. <laughs> okay. And then now they realize like, oh, like this is actually like what a career is. So, like we go to work nine to five, but Taylor does content 24 seven. It's yeah. just like how it is. Oh, okay. So they understand it now. Now. Took them a while. But took them what? A year? Two years? I think my parents recently told me like maybe a year ago. Oh my ago. God, recently? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mom and dad for calling you out on this one. But when I graduated, I went to, like I went to school yeah. for kinesiology. Yeah. They're like. You, you could do so many things. You're yeah. so smart. And my mom was like, it took us a while to realize like, oh, we didn't just like send her to kinesiology for her to like become a personal trainer. And they're like, but now they realize that there's different ways to be successful. Like it wasn't just mm-hmm. like you have to be a doctor or a chiropractor or a therapist. Like you mm-hmm. can be, 
have that educational background and turn it into something completely different that's still successful but not traditional. I like that. Yeah. Well, appreciate you coming on the podcast. Thank you for having I hope you me. Come back. Of course. Um, next time we don't have to have tequila if you don't drink. If it's only the I'll one have, quota, I'll have little sippies. I think you. I think we can count on the podcast. You've had maybe two sips. So and while I, think I, I think I had two glasses. <laughs> so, um, but I appreciate you coming on. Uh, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram, Lilty Fitness. Lilty Fitness on everything, to be honest. TikTok, YouTube, Instagram. Everything. Everything. And your app is called the little. little okay, so the app, you, the URL is a little weird. It's a little T app, so it looks like Little Tap. <laughs> we should change that. I know. So, but it's Little T app dot com. Okay. Awesome. Just remember, it's a Little Tap. Easier. I don't. I don't, <laughs> don't want to do that. Okay. Awesome. Uh, well, again, thank you for everything, and cheers. Cheers. Thank you so much for having me. All on. right, it was we're so done. Fun.